0: Thank <music> you. Good morning. Happy Friday. I'm Greg. Welcome to the Daily Bible wrap-up where I go through the readings following a daily reading plan. It's on the Bible app, the U version. It's called the Nikki Gumbo Bible in One Year 2023. You can go ahead and find it on the app. The link is in the show notes, as always, as are all of the other links to all of the other places that you can connect here, including a form which I haven't yet really done much work on, that's at secondchancebook.org, and my email address, Greg.schaefer at secondchancebook.org. Our readings for today, which is Friday, October 27th, 2023, which is also, by the way, day 300 of 2023. Our readings are Proverbs 26, 3 through 12, Titus 2, and Habakkuk, excuse me, 1 through 3. And Still dealing with the after effects, the end effects of uh, the flu-like bug that I had. I'm really a lot better now. Appreciate all your prayers. I'm um, um, just dealing with the after effects, the coughing up stuff and all that. So I think my voice is a little bit better today than yesterday, but it's not 100%. So uh, for the Proverbs section, I want to read two verses for you. The first one is verse 4. Don't answer the foolish arguments of fools, or you will become as foolish as they are. Okay, so don't answer the foolish argument of fools. And then verse 5, be sure to answer the foolish arguments of fools, or they will become wise in their own estimation. So which one is it? Do you answer the foolish arguments of fools or not? It seems to be a bit of a contradiction there. So I was kind of scratching my head there and trying to figure out, okay, what is this proverb trying to tell me? Um, it's about wisdom in some way, shape, or form. It has to be. That's what the Proverbs are, right? So, it tells me that the wisdom is to be gleaned here isn't in the command, but in what to expect in the result. Let me explain. If we bring these together, we are provided an if-then type statement. If you answer fools, expect, one, you may become as foolish as they are, and two, you will stop the growth of their wisdom in their own estimation. If we are prepared with understanding a likely negative outcome of an action, then we can structure our response and also bolster our defenses to avoid such of a negative reaction. And I think that's the point here of the two verses. So either direction you go, there are going to be repercussions. Understand them and then go forward in whichever direction that you feel led to go. New Testament, Titus 2 is where we pick up the story. Letter to Titus from Paul. Titus, I believe, is another one of Paul's, I use the word, apprentices. He's um, been leading the charge of planting the church in Crete, as I understand. Older men are to practice self-control, be worthy of respect, and to live wisely with sound faith and filled with love and patience. This is verse 2, according to Paul. And then, quote, verse 3. Similarly, teach the older women to live in a way that honors God. Now, I find it interesting here that Paul is focusing on older men and women the beginning of the letter here. Perhaps in Crete, the younger generation was more receptive to the teachings. So, Paul wanted to emphasize the older generation there for a moment, but he does tell Titus 2, verse 7, quote, encourage the young men to live wisely. He also promotes the living by example. So he's telling Titus, you live by example. The younger people will follow your example. So Titus, I believe, um, is, is a younger person here in the grand scheme of things. Then there's a short passage that slaves must obey masters. Again, I don't know how many times that Paul has referenced this in his letters now. This is at least three. Um, certainly in one of the letters to Timothy he does. And as I've said before, and I'll say it again, the way I interpret this for context for today's world is replace slave with employee and master with employer. I, fear that I read that to, it is that employees need to obey employers. Do an honest day's work for an honest day's pay. Then there's a great line for all of us. Think about this one. Verse 12, quote, We should live in this evil world with wisdom, righteousness, and devotion to God while we look forward with hope to that wonderful day when the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, will be revealed. It's a one-line advice on how to live each day. Old Testament took us a while to do Jeremiah. Now we go through one entire book in a day. Habakkuk, and I believe I'm pronouncing that correctly. That's the way I'm going to run with it today. Habakkuk 1 to 3. Habakkuk takes place in the 7th century BC. He is a prophet. This is when Judah is wicked, and prior to the Babylon invasion, he asks God why violence is everywhere. Why must he watch the misery that comes from the violence? Quote, verse 4, the law has become paralyzed, and there is no justices in the, justice in the courts. The wicked far outnumber the righteousness, so that justice has become perverted. It often feels to me that we live in the United States right now in our heading down this path in some ways. Now God responded; He's raising up Babylon to be the ultimate executor of justice in Judah. This bothers Habakkuk, who asks, quote, verse 12, O Lord, my God, my Holy One, you who are eternal, surely you do not plan to wipe us out. So there's this back and forth dialogue between Habakkuk and God. It continues in Habakkuk 2, where God answers, instructing Habakkuk to write his vision for the future time on tablets. Quote in verse 4, the righteous will live by their faithfulness to God. Now captors, the Babylonians, will taunt the captives who are arrogant in their selfishness and greed from plundering many nations. Verse 9, quote, You believe your wealth will buy you security, putting your family's nest beyond the reach of danger. End quote. But they will soon learn how wrong putting trust in such instead of the Lord is. Verse 16, quote, Drink from the cup. There's the image of drinking from a cup again that we've talked about a few times drink from the cup of the lord's judgment on all your glory will be turned to shame so in habakkuk Habakkuk 3 habakkuk understands now the lord's message the reason for the coming correction and the necessity of it he praises god and asks god to remember them in his mercy even with the upcoming disaster He says, verse 18, Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in the God of my salvation. That's it for today. I hope you have a wonderfully blessed day. you walk by the Spirit today. We'll see you tomorrow.